Section 33 of the United States. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The World Story, Volume 12. The United States, edited by Eva Marsh Tappan. Section 33. How Providence Won Its Name. 1636. By George Bancroft. Among the settlers who came to Massachusetts, there were some who did not like the way in which things were managed there. Of these dissenters, the most famous was Roger Williams, who became pastor of a church at Salem in 1633. He was one of the noblest men of his time. Some of his opinions were such as very few people then held. He advocated the entire separation of church from state, declared that no man should be obliged to pay taxes to support a minister, that magistrates had no right to punish Sabbath-breaking or blasphemy, and that a man's responsible for his opinions only to God and his own conscience. He also declared that the King of England could not rightfully give land in America to English settlers, because this land belonged not to the King of England, but to the Indians. The magistrates and clergy of Massachusetts could not endure such opinions, and Williams was ordered to return to England. John Fisk winter was at hand william succeeded in obtaining permission to remain till spring intending then to begin a plantation in narragansett bay but the affections of the people of salem revived and could not be restrained they thronged to his house to hear him whom they were so soon to lose forever it began to be rumored that he could not safely be allowed to found a new state in the vicinity. Many of the people were much taken with the apprehension of his godliness. His opinions were contagious. The infection spread widely. It was therefore resolved to remove him to England in a ship that was just ready to set sail. A warrant was accordingly sent to him to come to Boston and embark. For the first time he declined the summons of the court. A penis was sent for him. The officers repaired to his house. He was no longer there. Three days before, he had left Salem. In winter snow and inclement weather, of which he remembered the severity even in his late old age. For fourteen weeks he was sorely tossed in a bitter season, not knowing what bread or bed did mean. Often in the stormy night he had neither fire nor food nor company. Often he wandered without a guide and had no house but a hollow tree. But he was not without friends. The same scrupulous respect for the rights of others which had led him to defend the freedom of conscience had made him also the champion of the indians 
he had already been zealous to acquire their language and knew it so well that he could debate with them in their own dialect during his residence at plymouth he had often been the guest of the neighboring sachems and now when he came in winter to the cabin of the chief of pocanoquet he was welcomed by massiot and the barbarous heart of canonicus the chief of the naranacets loved him as his son to the last gasp the ravens he relates with gratitude fed me in the wilderness and in requital for their hospitality he was ever through his long life their friend and benefactor the apostle of christianity to them without hire without weariness and without impatience at their idolatry the guardian of their rights the pacificator when their rude passions were inflamed and their unflinching advocate and protector whenever europeans attempted an invasion of their soil he first pitched and began to build and plant at seaconk but seaconk was found to be within the patent of plymouth on the other side of the water the country opened in its unappropriated beauty and there he might hope to establish a community as free as the other colonies that ever honored governor winthrop says williams privately wrote me to steer my course to the narragansett bay encouraging me from the freeness of the place from english claims or patents i took his prudent motion as a voice from god it was in june that the lawgiver of rhode island with five companions embarked on the stream a frail indian canoe contained the founder of an independent state and its earliest citizens tradition has marked the spring near which they landed it is the parent spot the first inhabited nook of rhode island to express his unbroken confidence in the mercies of god williams called the place providence i desired said he it might be for a shelter for persons distressed for conscience in his new abode williams could have less leisure for contemplation and study my time he observes of himself and it is a sufficient apology for the roughness of his style as a writer on morals was not spent altogether in spiritual labors but day and night at home and abroad on the land and water at the hoe at the oar for bread in the course of two years he was joined by others who fled to his asylum the land which was now occupied by williams was within the territory of the narragansett indians it was not long before an indian deed from canon Icus and mayantomo made him the undisputed possessor of an extensive domain 
nothing displays more clearly of the character of roger williams than the use which he made of his acquisition of territory the soil he could claim as his own as truly as any man's coat upon his back and he reserved to himself not one foot of land not one title of political power more than he granted to servants and strangers he gave away his lands and other estate to them that he thought were most in want until he gave away all he chose to found a commonwealth in the unmixed forms of a pure democracy where the will of the majority should govern the state yet only in civil things god alone was respected as the ruler of conscience to their more aristocratic neighbors it seemed as if these fugitives should have no magistrates for everything was as they decided in convention of the people this first system has had its influence on the whole political history of rhode island in no state in the world not even in the agricultural state of vermont has the magistracy so little power or the representatives of the freemen so much end of section thirty three this recording is in the public domain